Hello and boo to you, everyone. Just a quick little announcement before the episode begins. There were some technical issues, so throughout the episode, there will be times where it sounds like I'm talking over the guest. And while we were recording, that did not happen, but I guess somewhere in the audio processing, it has now managed to put my audio before theirs. So, um... Just wanted to let you know that I guess we had some grim grinning ghost who came along and followed me home and messed with the audio. But I hope you enjoy the episode otherwise and have a very spooky and happy October. <laughs> Hello, everybody, and welcome to Dyslexic Season 2, Episode 30. Instead of the Air Force, we're here once again for another theme park court case. But this month, it's spooky because it's October, which means it's Halloween all month long. You know, um, if I could change the world, I'd make it um, Halloween and also have world peace every single day. Maybe world peace should be first word peace and then Halloween. Let me start over. We'll work we'll work with it later. <laughs> we'll figure it out. Mm-hmm. Uh, and yes, that was a reference and a quote. If you got that, you know, uh, here's a piece of candy corn for you. <laughs> but that's right, it is spooky season here at Dyslexic, and that means three. I know it should be four, but I took off for a good reason, if you saw the tweet. But it's three Halloween themed episodes coming at you this week. We're debating a ghoulish case, a grim grinning case, if you will, almost a phantom case. That's right. We're debating two of the most iconic Disney sister attractions, the Haunted Mansion at Disneyland and Walt Disney World. No, not them together. Them as one entity versus Phantom Manor at Disneyland Paris. Yes, you heard me. Boop. <laughs> I know you're wondering who were the lawyers brave enough to join me in this haunted, spooky, scary courtroom? Ookie, kookie, spooky courtroom. I hate it. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's none other than the amazing Rodney. Hey. Oh, oh, he got no. Hey. <laughs> Ooh, rips very much up rip, and down. Very much Ariana Grande. Very much intro. Very much sweetener to her. Ariana Grande, is that you? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 <laughs> and the mastermind behind this episode, the astounding Alex. Hey, what's up, you guys? Welcome back, both of you. Thank you both for joining me on this uh, major court case, this ooky, kooky, spooky, scary skeletons court case. Um, and uh, I am excited. Now, before we jump right in, for those of you who are joining us for the very first time in this court, um, here's how it works. Each lawyer will debate their attraction in three different sections. Section number one, the pre-show slash queue. Section two, the ride itself. And section three, the post-show slash exit. After all three sections are discussed, then I will make a verdict as the judge. Let's get started. So we're going to go ahead and jump right in. And I'm going to start with Rodney. Rodney, tell us about the pre-show and queue of Haunted Mansion. Okay. So, so, so 
I'm gonna start with mine first because I believe my side of you know the haunted mansion, you know, our side is better. I'll see y'all shade. Um, so in California, uh, our, we don't have an interactive queue. It's just a straight up cemetery, which you know fits right into the theme. You start out right when you walk in outside of this Annabelle mansion, very sleek, very nice, even it's very much clean, you know, untouched, like survived through the ages. And um, you walk in, you, you walk in through the front, through the front. Not many mansions can say that. That's true. That they can walk That's through very the front. True. So you walk through the front and you go into the parlor. You know, you, you got your Grim Grim ghost started, very haunting. Um, you know, the ghost gives his feel. And then you walk into the stretching room. And, you know, the stretching room first is just seems all nice and all good. Like there's just paintings, lights are flickering a little bit, not too, not too, um, you know, spooky or anything, but then, you know, you hear the ghost host in this loud, um, booming voice say like, oh, you're noticing a metamorphosis. Something isn't quite right here. And, oh my gosh, what's happening? Look at this, the paintings are somehow stretching. Disney magic. Woo! Boo! Um, <laughs> 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 you just imagine if you're in the stretching room and the ghost host just goes, Boo! <laughs> And, you know, you're going to get some people saying this feel. Never do that because it's annoying, um, mm-hmm. as we all know. And then finally the, the painting stops stretching and he says, there's no windows and no doors. So let me give you this chilling challenge to find a way out. And then he recommends his way. And all the lights go out, thunder crashes, and then you see him hanging from the rafters. Spooky. It's very mature themes for a Disney ride. Very, very spooky. Very spooky. Very much. Very spooky. Very spooky. Very spooky. Very spooky. And then that leads you into the next section. We'll go a little bit. Um, you know, changing hallways and you know this changing portraits. Something's not quite right. You'll go up to this picture of a very beautiful lady, and then it ends up being Medusa, or this ship on the sea that ends up being a ghost ship. And you know, then you finally reach your you know ride station, which we'll go into a little bit later. That's meant to be limbo. That's arguable. We don't know, but everybody just thinks it's limbo. A very very cobwebby, very very old, like the ghost has taken over. Now, Magic Kingdom, however, (laughs) Magic Kingdom has an interactive queue, which I'll give them their, you know, I'll give them their their tens and say that it it, it does set up some stories well. Uh, I know there's like a few books that, that like include all the stories in the interactive queue. Very fun for the kids, you know, keep some, you know, engaged while you're waiting in those two hour lines because Florida. Um, True. But you do not go through the front door. You don't go through the front door because 
the whole mansion is forced perspective on a hill. It is very forced. It is very forced perspective, but it's fine. It's okay. And the main difference here is that, you know, straight into a portrait, uh, the, the stretcher room, the portraits aren't really part of the line. It's more part of the, you know, the ride station. And yeah. So that's, you know, our pre-show. Right, and like the pre-shows are very similar for both uh, yeah. mansions. It's just the cues are different, so that's why we took the time to yeah. she make sure to we talked about both. She wanted yeah. to be quirky. I mean, they both have their strengths and weaknesses, in my opinion, as judge, um, for both the, the, the cues, but the pre-show is extremely strong and extremely iconic for Absolutely. both mansions. Um, and for the for the rest of the episode until we get to the post show exit, um, it'll remain pretty about the same because the the uh, just shocker for anybody who doesn't know already, the ride's pretty much the same in both um, mansions except for a oh, few yeah. things here and there. Um, but story wise, the majority of the ride is uh, <clears throat> relatively the same. Uh, but now we're gonna head over to Alex. Alex, tell us all about the pre-show slash queue for Phantom Manor. Okay, so basically with Phantom Manor, um, you walk through this iron rock gate and you pass by a sign that basically says the name of the ride, which is Phantom Manor. However, there is a Latin phrase on it that says um, non that says non omni moriar, which means I shall not completely die. He- heavy foreshadowing and so basically <laughs> so basically after you walk past that you're walking through like this uh you're kind of winding your way around and stuff and when you look up and you see the the phantom and when you see the manor normally like in walt disney world and in disneyland the mansions are well kept they look it looks clean it looks like you know it's being taken care of in phantom manor however everything is like all run down and dilapidated and the house looks dilapidated like you can see the shutters on the outside it's very classic haunted house yes it gives very much psycho vibes very much yes and the house does look like the haunted does look like the psycho house they, they, I don't know why, but like Imagineers like say, saying like, oh, it wasn't inspired by Psycho. It looks like the Psycho house. Yeah. But basically. It's okay. Y'all can keep lying. But <laughs> <laughs> I'll go off, but I. <laughs> All right. But basically you walk through like the gardens and stuff and you pass by this old gazebo, which is playing music from an old music box. And there is a tea set, which I think. Um, it used to move around like when the first when the ride first opened and you're walking through you're walking past that and then you're walking under this garden pavilion with a crooked fountain with a crooked fountain and you can hear the music playing all throughout the queue and you actually end up on the front porch and there is like a servant who's waiting for you basically beckoning you in now this is where this is where I was getting really messed up on whether or not I should do the old version and a new version, but whatever. I could do both. But in the original version, the foyer 
was basically all dilapidated and if you looked in the corner you saw like there was this mirror and there was a reflection <coughs> of this young woman who we find out is Melanie Ravenswood and it would be and it's like her reflection <coughs> would basically come in and out and you would hear the you would hear like basically Disneyland Paris's version of the ghost host giving their spiel with like uh you know basically their spiel and stuff but in the newer ver- but in the newest version that opened last year we have basically the foyer which is basically still run down but instead of that mirror with melanie we have a picture of i want to say melanie and possibly one of her fiancés or her father henry ravenswood i'm not 100 sure but while the spiel is going but while this new spiel is going on which brings back the original audio of famed horror actor Vincent Price he basically love him right <laughs> he then basically the old dilapidated like wall like wallpaper turns basically fresh and vibrant and basically transforming the house to what it once was and after you get the little pre-show from that you move into the stretching room and from that so in the older version it was centered around Melanie and her uh fiance Jake. So every portrait like what would be in the stretching room and the haunted mansions are different. So so like for one, I think you had like Melanie and her fiance on a picnic and then when had, you had one when they were on the picnic, Melanie picking flowers, they're on a boat and like some other ones, but then when it all comes up, that picnic portrait becomes you see like there's ants roaches snakes invading like their lunch and with melanie being on a boat um it's about to go over a waterfall melanie's picking flowers you see skulls and stuff you see like a skeleton coming up and looks like it's about to grab her and i can't remember the other two but in the newer one I know there's one with the sea creature somewhere. Yeah, she, she yeah, had her she's, like, she's in the she's in the swamp and like the creature's like creeping up on her. Yes. Yeah. And then yeah, there's that. And then there's another one and then in the newer version you have her with her previous ex fiancés and stuff. So like there's one with a guy or no. Well, yeah, I think so. With like each of the men that she was with previously. But the really fun part about this one is when her is when the picture like when the image of her vanishes from each of those portraits you get to see how each fiance died so like for one whose name is barry claude he's like sitting on a tree he's like sitting on a tree and stuff well you find out that an angry bear and you found out you find out that there's a bear and the bait and her cub are trying to maul him and then you have one named Sawyer and then you have a guy named Sawyer Bottom who I think was in the boat with Melanie well you find out he's straddling a log and being sawed at half by an industrial buzzsaw or wait no Sawyer Bottom he was no Sawyer Bottom (laughs) excuse me he I think was dealing with he was involved with wood so then he ended up getting sawed in half and then with Captain Rowan D. Falls, he, um... No relation to Dr. Albert yeah, Falls. Definitely. Well, he he was in the boat with Melanie. This is where, that's where my memory was getting messed up. But he was in a boat with Melanie. Well, when that image went away, you could see that 
Rowan was gonna go over the waterfall. And then there's another guy who I think worked in a mine. Well, when that happened, so his name was Ignatius Iggy Knight. So from that, you could probably assume he got blown up. But basically, love puns, right? All the names have <laughs> boom, boom. all the names have a certain. Which is so funny because like all the mansions have so many puns in their queue mm-hmm. because they're like. That's Although like some are a little darker than others. Yeah, it's such a thing. Like, you have to have the puns around. Like, I don't oh. care how serious your house is. They're... You're gonna have the puns. Right. Yes. I will say, I just I just remembered something that Rodney left out, and I think it's important to mention, which is Leota's tombstone at Walt Disney World, which opens and closes its eyes and stares at you but while see, you're I in line. I didn't even know that. Oh, yes. So her tombstone is it's like an animatronic face and open and closes its eyes and like looks back and forth at you and then closes back and unless you're looking at it and paying close attention you, you don't move. notice that the That's thing creepy. is moving and looking at you no it's it it definitely messes you up when you see it out of the corner of your eye you said, like, hold on hold on <laughs> i just saw that move <laughs> you said, uh-huh, i literally cried well, i literally cried this is dark it's so creepy yeah, I was gonna say, I literally cried when I saw that. <laughs> it's so creepy. <laughs> but anyway, back back to the stretching room. Okay. So then also this is when that this is when the mysterious voice who we later find out is the Phantom. He basically is a spiel like the ghost host back in the haunted mansions and is basically trying to say, Are there any other volunteers who want to be the bride's next fiance? And when the lights <clears throat> go out and you see all the thunder and the light when you hear the thunder and see the lightning and you look up you see the phantoms holding up a news basically trying to see who's going to be the next one to be who's going to get killed off and everything and then everything is back to normal and it also has the elevator system so that's fun and when you leave the stretching room you enter this hallway where they have different photos and stuff around and like most of them are about the same as the ones as the portraits as you would see in the haunted mansions on the in the states like so you'll see the knight and a horse on a cliff and they become ghosts um you see this you'll see a ship that sails across the sea basically turning into like a ghost ship but and also the young woman turning the young woman turning into medusa but then there's this one exclusive portrait at the park where There's a woman who's reclining on a couch, who's like reclining on a sofa, and she turns into like this wear panther thing, which is so cool in my opinion. But, but that was like in the original one. But in the new one, however, this this in my opinion was probably a really bad idea on Disney's part, which was basically the whole storyline about the phantom <laughs> because he's mysterious. We don't know who he is. Well, <clears throat> what we find out. When we look at a portrait of Henry Ravenswood, which is Melanie's father, and the lightning strikes, you see his face kind of turn into like a skeleton. So then, surprise, surprise, we find out Henry Ravenswood is the phantom. You just have to pay very close attention in the queue line. And in the middle, and whenever you're walking towards the end of the hallway, you can see this big portrait of Melanie um, in her wedding dress. And then whenever you turn to the right, 
and you're heading into like the loading dock you can see like you have the moving bus on your right and then if you look off to your left you can see like the doom buggies basically passing by and originally like in the original version of phantom manor there was nothing there but after the 2018 2019 refurbishment you can see melanie is actually standing at, on the staircase looking outside holding her bouquet at her side and that's the end of the load of the queue there was an interesting thank you so much there's sorry there's an interesting thing about the melanie portion though they did it really faint but the phantom is in the back of her but like if there has to be light on it like i don't know why they like ask for light to be on it and like you can only see it but like it's the, it's like different tones of the background mm-hmm. and it's literally like the shape i saw this on twitter the other day and i was like their minds <laughs> their minds it's insane well thank you both i th- i think what's really interesting so far in this court case in court Oh, I never used my gavel. Um, or uh, order in the court. <laughs> there we go. Um, <laughs> if y'all heard it. <laughs> oh, this is better. <laughs> there we go. Um, but uh, I think it's really interesting. Interesting is both of the cues and pre-shows for um, all three versions of the ride because they are sister attractions, all three of them. But um, they're all very similar, but they all have small little tweaks because of their story which I think is interesting because even Disneyland and Disney Worlds are slightly different because they have slightly very very slightly different Mm -hmm. stories but almost the exact same story Um, and then Phantom Manor has a story that's different from the Haunted Mansion but it's cue and stuff a lot of the same elements are used and work because they wanted to bring Haunted Mansion to Paris but also make it different so I'm still on the fence so far because I enjoy all three cues very very much um, so I think it's time we move on to the second part which is the ride itself so Rodney go ahead and tell us about the ride of Haunted Mansion girl it's gonna be a little long because I mean it won't be a little long because I'll just do it in a way okay Haunted Mansion, OG, Disneyland, we start out. Um, so you continue your tour through the mansion. Um, the first part, very dark. That's how they intended it to be. Dark, spooky, first half, second half, kooky. Like, ha like, oh my gosh. Um, go <laughs> <laughs> you go through, oh my gosh, you, okay, continue. You go through the various hallways of the mansion. Something's very off. You knocking on doors. Doors seem to be breathing. There's um, this mysterious, like, green fog coming from a door. Um, leading to, like, we don't know where that door goes. And you pass by a coffin. And I don't know why this is the scariest part for me. Like, I don't know why. Oh, it creeps me out, too. That's where my it's favorite. Like, where it's like, let me out, let me out, let me out. Because... It feels like it's not. It's it's like you're watching it. and You're like, wait, is this a ghost getting out? Right. A zombie, or is this, or is this like a it's, guest like me? Right. The I think it's the it's the voice for me. It's because like it's, I can't really describe it, but the audio is like chaotic but not chaotic at the same time. Like you just really have to. It's it, it, there's too much going on for me. <laughs> it's really that it, like his yells are really that neutral of like. 
it sounds like it's like somebody like a guest like us trapped right. but it somewhat seems off as if it's trying to trick us into right. opening right. it and, and that's what I get from it like experience skinwalker kind of deal where it's like uses human voice to trick you it sounds right. th- it sounds real but something's just not, not right, right. Off. Like right. so, so the, the, you know, you pass out that thought, and that's kind of the first like unsettling thing. Um, and then you go. Th- oh, and the crow because I hate birds. <laughs> Why do you hate crows? What? I love crows. I think I'm scared of birds. I'm terrified of birds. Oh, I don't hate crows. I hate all birds. Like oh I'm terrified. Of so like, so like, if a if a seagull passes by you, like you done. If a seagull, if a seagull, like. Like not if it passes by me, but like if it gets too close, like if it's within like thirty feet of my bubble, then we're gonna fight. <laughs> Don't come near me. <laughs> that really like me and Animal Kingdom walk through the aviaries. Like I I'm about to say, don't, e- don't ever go to the zoo because they'd be wild out there. Oh, I love zoos. I just don't go in those oh, exhibits. Boy. Are you the same way with like butterflies? No, I'm fine with butterflies. I don't like birds because I got attacked by like four or five different birds in my lifetime. Love that for you. It's a long story, <laughs> but anyway, the creepy crow okay. by the coffin. <laughs> creepy crow, you know. Um, the as this happens, you have to go start saying like, "Oh, we're trying to like leave unlivable here." Um, you know, we're just vibing. Like you know, the whole point is like. <laughs> The ghosts love it because it's uninhabitable. Like it's not, it's not you know, habitable for you know humans. Like that's why we love it so much. There's cold, there's running chills, you know, cobwebs everywhere. It's just a perfect utopia for ghosts. And as he's saying this, you go by this endless hallway, which I love. I, I absolutely love because um, I love the effect. It's a floating candelabra. And it uses mirrors to seem, you know, longer than it is. And the the knights on either side of it just move like the slightest bit. Like you can't really notice it unless you're like really staring at it. But like, because there's just like this huge feather on it, and like the first time I saw it move, I was like, something don't seem right here. And um, right, and it's really like meant to give you that feeling of, did I? See that? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And this was the Am I just this, spooked? this was the alternative. Originally there was supposed to be knights in costume on the ride. Which they did do for the fiftieth last year. Mm-hmm. Which I'm so mad that it is. That was so amazing. They did have that they had, thing was so they amazing. They had live actors in the ride. Um, which they did like way back in like the eighties. Oh yeah. For a short period of time which they just ended up because just people kept no they had to do it because people kept like women kept throwing purses yeah, at them and punched them in the face right right we love off hand disney we love, we love. <laughs> but <Yes>. honestly <laughs> although that was happening i was sitting there and i'm like but that's literally what happens to scare actors all yeah the time. i mean disney, like, disney should have known that was gonna happen you can make like precautions and all that mm-hmm. right um so yeah you know it uh, so that got replaced with like the subtle moving moment of um, these knights, you know, just standing there and you know, kind of being moved by these ghosts. And um, you know, and the interest, I love it. I like love when like the doom buggy like swivels around. I don't know why I like like leaning back, but that's like a comfortable moment. 
Like he gives me solvers. <laughs> like I'm just like vibing out. <laughs> like, like when it turns you and like you see the chandelier and like your back is against the dude buggy, like I low key want to go to sleep because it's just like I love how they do that. <laughs> like I could absolutely vibe right there. Um and then you go through you go through these, you know, halls and all that, and then you reach Miss Leota, Miss Fortune Teller, Miss Mystic, Miss I don't think she's a witch, but like Miss, you know, um, Sidekick, and she's in the middle of a seance. And I can't even, I'm such a big fan because I literally can't recite it, even though I hear it like a hundred times a year. Um, the only one I can remember is Ghosties and Ghoulies of Last Halloween. Halloween. Awaken your, your spirits with your tambourine. Oh, like, that's the only one I can I, remember. All I know is like creepies and crawlies and all that. I don't know, but she's in, she's like chanting all this and there's floating instruments. Um, you can see, I never really noticed it until somebody pointed it out. There's a crow standing on the chair behind her. Mm-hmm. Um, remnants of an old concept where the raven was supposed to be the ghost host. Uh, mm-hmm. the, the, I don't think the table was originally floating, but it floats now. Uh, which is cool because, like, you know, uh, she, the ball also floats and moves around. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, that's kind of your signal where they go into the less creepy, still somewhat creepy, <clears throat> but not too creepy side of it. Like, there's a creepy moment after this. Because right after this scene is a you know the big you know moneymaker of the attraction, which is the ballroom. Uh, you know, uh, Pepper's ghost is used heavily in this. You have the ballroom dancers. You have the or- organ player. People uh, moving the chandelier, swinging on it, sitting on it. Uh, a random fun fact: that organ is from Twenty Thousand Leagues Under the Sea mm-hmm. when they filmed the movie. I've still never seen that movie. I highly suggest it. It's very yeah, good. Watch yes. Um, period. We love a fake busy Sam. And then, you know, you see this random, like, I think she's celebrating a birthday. I don't know why she's blowing out a cake, but she's blowing out candles. Uh, and another thing I didn't notice until, like, this year was that there's a hearse busting through the door at the bottom and like ghosts start coming mm-hmm. in and I was like oh my god I never noticed that so that was cute that's like a little little fun moment and then like there's this scene with like a dueling you know, like two dueling people my favorite uh, Alexander Hamilton and <laughs> but like that's what I think uh, they come out of the painting they shoot at each other go back in the painting uh, the the windows are open the curtains are flying like it's because it's storming outside mm-hmm. uh and then you move on to the most iconic scene in the ride, arguably. I know the other, I said the other one was, but this is one is, and y'all know why. <laughs> we get to Miss Constance Hatchaway, Miss Moneymaker, Miss In Her Bag, Miss She Did Nothing Wrong. And I stand by that. Um, so you go by each painting of her and her previous suitors, and it just so happens right as you pass by it, their heads. Are mysteriously gone, and this happens with all, all of them. Like, no exceptions. There's a moldy wedding cake in the back. Uh, uh, congratulations banners, wedding banners, happily married. 
and you can get the sense of what's going on here that she's a black widow bride she is solely in it for the money uh she has killed every one of her suitors her last suitor was uh george hightower um and who has his own lore apparently um connecting with other brides but i ain't gonna get into that because that's something so uh <laughs> hightower just make the connection uh and then you just see this blue ghostly figure in the corner and it's miss hashaway uh in her iconic lines i do I did. And then, for better or for worse. And um, this has been replaced through time. Originally, it was just this like weird black figure with a candle. Like it, it, it's changed a lot. Like I, I know one like it had this weird mannequin face that almost looked like a baby. Like I don't know if y'all remember that. Oh yeah. Like it had a weird, it had a weird <clears throat> baby face. Mm-hmm. And like, yeah. um, they had like a beating heart because they weren't going with the killer bride vibe back then. It was just filled with bats and like a, a playing piano and all that. It was just like a little like oh scary attic like nobody likes going to the attic like but um right they removed that in 2005 for the 50th and put her in there and added her own more she's a projection which i think was one of the first like things they've done with that mm-hmm. and then um you know she does her little little thing her little shows off explains you know gives a little more bit more context on what she did uh, and then we move on to our second icon of the room, uh, Combat Tour 2016. <laughs> Hatbox Ghost, who was notoriously bad at the opening of the Haunted Mansion, took him out. Disneyland was like, let me get the gays what they want. Let's feed the gays. Disney gays, Disney girlies, Haunted Mansion girlies. <laughs> <laughs> and they brought him back. Padbox ghost that I do it for the girls and the gay. Period. Period. And then uh, oh at first it used like a weird lighting effect that didn't work out. Um, he was translucent. Uh, he stuck around for a lot of like promotional material, but you never actually saw him in there. And so they brought him back with a projection effect where his head disappears from his body and it's put back in the hat box and then does it over and over again. It's very impressive. I love him. He doesn't love me, but I love him. Um, <laughs> and like, I, I've always thought like he had a connection with like Constance because of the whole head thing, but I don't know, that's you. Uh, and he's like- I feel like he's her minion. Like I know, I know some people would like me saying that, but like, What's really cool about Haunted Mansion, um, I will go ahead and say, give this to Haunted Mansion before Phantom Phantom Manor very much lays the story out in front of you. Where Haunted Mansion, you can really draw from any of the 999 stories from all the 999 ghosts in the ride. The ride has like at least five characters that have their own lore and their own story. Because it's a culmination of people. It's not just like, oh, there's this one thing that happens throughout the manor and that's it like no it's a retirement home from ghosts these people have died in different ways have different you know some are good some are bad um and all that and you can draw you can draw oh yeah every time you write like constance i 
before it was like confirmed, confirmed, there was like 15 different backstories for her. Yeah. Until they. Um, yeah, like you can pull from Constance. You can. I mean, you 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 could you could follow the story of anybody right. in the ballroom, anybody in the attic, anybody in the graveyard. Like, however you want to follow the story, I didn't even you like could follow the story. It, like, she's in the the portrait room too, uh, the dressing room. She's sitting on her husband's mm-hmm. grave. Um. So there's that, um, and you f- mysteriously turn backwards into the graveyard. Now here's the tea. People don't know whether you're dying or not. I like to think you are because I'm, I'm different. Um, <laughs> right. But it just, it makes sense. You're falling from the attic. Like if you ha- It's because we're not like other girls. And you, you mysteriously fall and through the trees and all that. And then you see the, the caretaker act like he's seen a ghost. <clears throat> shaking his knees with his little dog beside him who's needs to eat because he's a little bit um, I feel so cool with that dog every time I give him some puppy chow or something mm-hmm. uh, and trying to see why are you, pause. Are you snoring? <laughs> I have better video <laughs> Girl, plug it up. <laughs> Order in the court. I'm sorry, those who are in the background of the court. Could you please just... <laughs> okay, you good. <laughs> <laughs> the order. We can just order. That out. Um, order. <laughs> oh <my God>. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways. Um, uh, but uh, continue. <laughs> uh, okay, so we're in the graveyard. We're in the graveyard. Graveyard. Um... And then, uh, you know, it's like this whole big old party. Uh, you have ghosts like on like a, a seesaw, and then uh, you know you have your famous singing bus, one of which had a little accident and fell. Um, <laughs> that sounds a fact. Uh, it fell. You know, this, this, you know, a more happy tone of like I want to say happy, but like upbeat tone of Grim Brain Ghost. Uh, you know, there's that one opera singer who is giving us very much lung power every time, very much vocals and the high tone in there, Miss Queen. Uh, mm-hmm. And then the ghost host, you know, finally comes back like, oh, there you are. Like, and like, oh, you are at the party. You know, we're just chilling. We out here vibing. Um, a bunch of different ghosts. Side note, I really don't, I close my eyes when you see because I don't like the popping up of the ghosts. Like, I don't know, they just... That's true. Like, it's... they're scary. Like, it's, it's, it, it, it's the section that is meant to kind of give you a scare while yeah. you're looking off. Because I'll be looking and they pop up and I'll be like, oh, like, like hold up! <laughs> I know, oh no, they scare me too every time because, like, they'll pop up and they'll scream and I'm like, oh, I'm just trying to laugh at the mummy talking to the the, the man with the right. hearing. Aid. I remember when I was riding through like the like for the first time after like six years of being traumatized, and I saw that I literally almost jumped out the doom buggy screaming. Like they're scared. They, they are scary. Like they're scary faces, and they are scary. Mm-hmm. They, they are frightening. I don't know why they try but, to do that. Like that's so nice. <laughs> 
<laughs> they're just having fun, you know, doing what ghosts do, saying boo to you. Um, Y'all can buy my new <laughs> album on iTunes. <laughs> <laughs> um, so you go to this, you know, very grand, very spacious graveyard scene. When we near the end, we see the famous hitchhiking hiking ghost Ezra Gus Phineas, iconic icons. They must their back must hurt from carrying all of the merchandise. Yes. Merchandising. True. True. Uh, you pass by the mirrors with them in it. Uh, very fun. Something for the girls. Disneyland still has the classic effect. Oh yeah, we don't have right. We didn't. We didn't look. We didn't cheap out on that one. <clears throat> um, it I just it works better. better. Like, I, I get, I get the and I, like I get the appeal of like the 3D animated ones, but like yeah, right. But uh, you know, we go, you exit, and we're doing the. We'll get there, and then we'll get there. <laughs> so. Um, now for Walt Disney World, yeah. I'll go ahead and just shorten it down. Basically, almost the exact same thing, except um, things are rearranged, and there there is an extra room in Walt Disney World, which is this um, and the library. MC Escher, um, yeah, and the library. There, there, but there's like this MC Escher like staircase, never ending deal right. with footprints going around. There is a library, whereas like on Haunted Mansion, uh, this library is where you'll see the the bust that turn like that turn and stare at you while you're riding to the ride and then uh really the only other major differences is there is no hatbox ghost and the piano player um that's in the attic in disneyland is has his own separate like piano alcove in the beginning of the ride and not not in the second half of the ride he's in the beginning because I guess Disney World was like, well, you know, you can't see him, but you can see all the other ghosts in the second half, so... And there, there, there's not too much of a change, but, you know, those are the major the the major that's changes of the attraction. Because, um, like I said, Leota. they're pretty much the same. Oh, yeah, and Little Leota in Walt Disney World. Um, I thought there was one in Disneyland, there, there but I also is. don't know Disneyland as well. Right. Yeah. But... <laughs> We'll get there. <laughs> now, let's move over to Alex. Alex, tell okay, us about so the ride. Basically, after you look, you're doing buggy, and you see Melanie basically standing, looking outside of the window, which Loki is kind of creepy because I always would think she's gonna turn around and look at you. Right. It's and very you go up like this one staircase. I guess what it, I guess it's supposed to be like a staircase, and there's like this one little section where you see like this suit of armor just twitching but like before the big refurbishment you actually had Melanie basically bowing to the guests and she was singing holding a candelabra and basically guiding you into like the next room which was the endless hallway well when you get there you see Melanie she's kind of fading in and out as an apparition holding her candelabra and it was just her in the beginning but when the renovation happened, now you have the Phantom right behind her. You'll you'll notice a repetition with the Phantom and Melanie throughout this entire ride, and it's very annoying. But <laughs> but mm-hmm. yeah, um, after and then after you ride past the endless hallway, you end up in the conservatory, which is where they have like the piano and the wreath and stuff, and you see like the ghost pianist and like 
I remember in the original when you have the ghost literally just doing just playing the piano all he did was just uh basically rock right and left but because of the renovation they updated the they updated the animation and so it looks like the ghost is actually playing the piano and instead of yes and instead of that one wreath that they had in the original now they have all of melanie's previous suitors pretty much playing pretty much all over the uh, conservatory and you also have the raven on top of the music stand on the piano squawking <laughs> and then next and then you go down the hallway with all the doors and you hear all the knocking and the pounding basically what you would hear in the haunted mansion and you pass by the grandfather clock with the large 13 on it because 13 is a scary number now <laughs> and also and you so basically like you have your basic outline of from the haunted mansion so like you have the creepy wallpaper looking at you and blinking you have the grandfather clock the usual and then you enter the seance room which has like gargoyles and stuff and that's basically where madame leota is but instead of her just doing a regular incantation to just summon all the ghosts she's basically laying out the story for you but what it is is for the people who are like bilingual in English and French they're going to be able to get it and I think and if I remember it correctly in both in, if I remember the spiel correctly it says like goblins and ghoulies creatures of fright we summon you now to dance through the night spirits and ghosts on your proud stallions accompany the beautiful bride through the night warlocks and witches answer this call your presence is wanted at this ghostly ball from the twelve knolls at midnight to the morning bells, we shall walk. We shall waltz together, gruesome debutante. Join now the spirits in nuptial doom, a ravishing bride. Okay, a the way groom. the R was rolled, I was waiting for you to do that, and you did the period. Period. She said, "I oh, am so bride." She, she said, "If I can remember it," <laughs> and repeated it. She literally word said, for "If word. I can remember it." What girl? That's exactly what fool, she said you correctly. Just, I can't even do that. That was a flex. It ha- that was a flex. Son of flex. Je parle un un petit français. Merci, merci, merci. Oui, 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 baguette. Oui, oui, baguette. Give her a French teacher. yeah so basically her incantation is the is basically laying out the plot for you and unless you're bilingual you probably will only get the english parts and maybe like the few words in french that some people may know and after you leave the seance room you end up going into the ballroom and it's very much laid out like in the haunted mansion however instead of it like being some kind of party or a ball it's supposed to be like the reception it's supposed to be like the reception but all the ghosts are basically doing the same thing except that one ghost who's trying to blow out the candles but you have that moldy wedding cake and once again in the original they had melanie looking out at the crowd she looks like she's still alive and she looks a little older but then you have the phantom who's like standing by who's standing on top of the window just pointing down laughing laughing at her kind of like pennywise from the old 19 like from the original it go like ha 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 
that's yeah, the yeah. original, but in the new version, basically the same layout. However, the Phantom is behind Melanie while she's looking around. And um, I'm trying to think. And also, it's like, I think there's more damage to it to make it look like that there was like some kind of earthquake. Right. <laughs> and there, and also the music was different, but there was a short period of time, like after it had first reopened, after the refurbishment, they had put the original Haunted Mansion ballroom music in there and people were like really mad about that. So then after a few days, they went back As to the original should. music, which... Actually, yeah, I applaud Disney for that. Yes, <laughs> I applaud Disney for that. I applaud the people who got up right. Disney's butts for that because sometimes you know, like just plain old making right. everything the same just isn't what people want, Correct. and that's not what we want. And okay, and then after you leave the ballroom, you end up basically it's similar to the attic scene, but it's like the brides. It's like the brides suite or whatever like what where she would have come out before the wedding mm-hmm. and basically everything is all and basically it's like her room and you see the portrait that you I think you had seen in the queue when you entered that one hallway after the stretching room and basically when you round around the corner instead of there being like Constance Hatchaway in the original you have Melanie looking into this looking into her mirror which is which looks like a big skeleton and it had the skeletal face but if you could pay really close attention you can see now that Melanie's like an old woman and she's just crying and singing and stuff because she was still waiting for her groom but in the newer version you have Melanie still as a young woman and instead of that skeletal face in the mirror you have the phantom You have the phantom inside the mirror and she's still singing but she's like i think she's crying still but then when you pass by the bright but then when you like come out the window you see the phantom is right there holding a shovel and he's basically like pointing he's basically pointing like to the way like at a different way and there's like this demon looking mm-hmm. dog that i like to nickname the chupacabra it's because it is so demonic looking. it's it's supposed to there's a old there's a it's old concept scary. for like the backstory of the ride that involved like two families and that was the ravenswood dog so they carry that over so it's their dog but like i guess he died too it's so, like he's still like faithful to henry he's just ugly mm-hmm. like, he's ugly yeah, I was like, what the heck? It reminds me of that line. But, what is it like? Get your gun! <laughs> it don't bite. Yes, they do! <laughs> yes, they do! It don't bite. Do <laughs> But yeah, he ba- but yeah, basically there's that demonic looking dog growling at you and then you start descending down and this is where it kind of gets really trippy and kind of scary but mm-hmm. yes it's darker than haunted mansion it, it, and it's right. intended because to be French darker than haunted scary mansion they, they weren't for the they weren't they were not here for what america had to offer <laughs> but they they but then basically you're descending down like you're being like you're basically going to hell or purgatory of some sort or in limbo mm-hmm. whichever but I don't want to say it's a hell because yeah. it's very but hellish basically when you go down you're passing through the catacombs which is basically like 
the town of right. Thunder Mesa, which I did not mention this earlier, but Thunder Mesa is basically Frontierland. So <clears throat> Big Thunder Mountain and Phantom Manor, and I think in like some other parts of Frontierland, they're all connected. So it's Tony one Bass. big story. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Frontierland and Paris has an Tony overarching Bass. story that yeah it connects yes. the attraction but when you go through the catacombs you basically see a lot of coffins you see skeletons coming out and looks like they're about to grab you which that yeah. is some nightmare like the one people. like when i was watching the <laughs> movie of it and like one skeleton like it is i was like absolutely not absolutely not <laughs> right i i was like yikes now here's the question: oh, no. this, this Are the pop up ghosts in Haunted Mansion scarier, like, or are the skeletons scarier in Phantom Manor? Skeleton with like they are more clo- like hanging clothes off of it, like decayed clothes, a little bit of flesh, like it's mm-hmm. but, like I would. Mm-hmm. So yeah, which one? So, it, are you, so one do you think the skeletons in Phantom Manor are scarier? Yeah, the scare factor. The scare factor in this ride. I agree. Haunted Mansion's maybe about at a right. six or a seven. Phantom Manor's like up at a twelve. <laughs> but yeah, yeah. So like when you get to, uh, so it's like you're like probably shaking in the Doom buggy, like freaking out a little bit. But then you hear a certain tune, and when you pass by like this little mini lake, there goes the singing, bussing, grim grinning ghost, which. That was a little unfitting in my that that felt so out of place in my opinion. Yeah. But I feel like they just did it for the fans. Which I mean, I, I get like, oh, we gotta have some relation. Yeah. Yeah. Right. They're sister attractions, right. so, so they gotta like, have you some. Know, it's a little out of place, but I ain't complaining. It's, it's like it's good to know here. I don't know why I'm saying this because I'm still like defending myself, but. <laughs> uh, it's like it's a different like you know how like Splash Mountains was different in like different like parks uh, like the one was like bluegrass mm-hmm. and another one was like more jazzy yeah this one it's like it involves yeah. bones like you know like how like cartoon sound when like they play with like bones like it has that in the background yeah. it has like like a very like yeah hold down feel it's it's it has a little right. more like, like country the wild, yeah like the wild feel west. to it whereas that, that's what I was yeah like, it's, like it's, it's like saloon like performance saloon. more as right yeah whereas the bust and stuff are uh in uh the other mansions are very more kind of uh swingy right. jazzy a little um more upbeat this is very more like Mm-hmm. Yeah, very more saloon performance. <laughs> but uh, sorry, okay. continuing about the. <laughs> but then uh, after help. you pass by the singing bus, you then you basically enter what is supposed to be like the ghost version of Frontierland or Thunder Mesa in this case, and it's now called Phantom Manor, which is basically like the supernatural version of Thunder Mesa, and you pass, and that's basically like from the results of like the earthquake that was mentioned in the story, which Phantom Manor does have an official storyline to it. I may talk about it. I may not. Mm-hmm. We don't know. But there was, and then you have basic, and you pass by this one ticket guy, like basically, like as if you're going on a train. And may I also add that this 
particular animatronic of the Ticketmaster guy, he has the same mold as Ezra, one of the hitchhiking ghosts. And some people argue that that is like Paris's version of the Hatbox ghost for some odd reason. Also courtesy to Offhand Disney for making that comparison as well. <laughs> yeah. And wow. so you pass by him and you basically see Phantom Canyon and everything is like damaged. You see all these ghosts hanging around, playing cards. I think there's a sh- Yes. There's even a big thunder in the back, isn't mm-hmm. there? Like, There's that in the and you see like certain people and then I think there's like a shootout at one point in the scene. You have yeah, you see the saloon, the saloon girl, girl. and a guy's room. playing the honky-tonk piano and there's a pharmacist guy and you also pass by the mayor of Phantom Canyon and this is where I actually got angry the first time I had seen the Phantom Manor POV like before the refurbishment it's the dream finder it's the freaking dream finder from the original journey into imagination with figment and I was so mad when I saw it I I I didn't even notice that until you pointed it out (laughs) yeah no he it's the same old as Dream Finder. Right. And he's basically holding a key off. to the city and invites like all the guests to be like the one thousandth guest or the one thousandth ghost. And if you pay very close attention to like some of the dialogue that the mayor that the quote mayor has, he says like beware of hitchhiking ghosts. He ha he's basically saying the ghost like it's basically the ghost host's voice. So it's Paul Freeze. So it's like the greatest crossover in Disney history, in my opinion. <laughs> I love it. I just love how they're. I I I I love how like all the fan service stuff was either it's either blatant in your face or it's hidden so well right. that you have to know to and know. And like in the original, the ghosts were I think blue, but that but now they're like green like they're like almost like zombies which is a little weird i mean they're ghosts but they're green and so when you basically pass by phantom canyon um and when you when you basically pass by phantom canyon and stuff then you see the phantom once again but he's standing right next to a coffin in the original the animatronic was pure nightmare fuel he was like of he was like a um he was basically like what is the word for it he's basically all flesh like he's like this demented sick version of the skeletal um phantom so he's like looking yeah so he's like oh, all fleshy and demented and he's laughing maniacally pointing at a coffin yes but like almost zombie like <laughs> kind of like the Crypt right. Keeper, I think. Yeah. yeah so I he get, basically I, yeah, looks like that. that. And he's pointing to the he's pointing to the coffin, basically saying that, you know, you're gonna die now, blah 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 blah. But in the newer version, he's just the skeleton he's just the skeletal version we've been seeing throughout the ride, and he's just pointing to the coffin, like, you know, get in, you're gonna you're the next victim now. And you pass by him and you could and if you're looking up, you could see like um a painting 
you can see like I guess like a little mini figure of the manor basically showing that you're going back in there and in the original you pass by a now skeletal version of Melanie because she's like using the last of like I guess she's using like the last of her ghost powers since she's now like a ghost but you see her like in her skeletal form pointing you to the way out well in the newer version with all the former suitors and stuff that she had you basically have a crypt of all four of her former suitors and and then there's this one i can't remember which suitor it was but he has his hand out and in his hand he's holding the ring like he was still asking melanie to marry him and that was creepy and then after you pass by that little area you pass by the mirrors and in the original you had the phantom on top of the doom buggy basically shaking it a little violently and laughing at you before he disappears but in the newer version you have melanie sitting in the doom buggy basically asking you to marry her and she's laughing maniacally so instead of her just being like you know the victim of her father's plans they make her in a way the look they make her like she's low-key evil right and i was like (laughs) descendants but scary again they they messed with the whole story behind it like she like i like that she was like an innocent naive girl but then they changed her into something like she's low-key pretty evil like what they did with the bride and i know that's like they like like everybody over there Mm -hmm. because the original story was more of you're going through and watching the 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 horrible right. things that the phantom which spoiler is melanie's dad um is doing to her uh and while she's still living in the mansion just trying to wait for her love and now in this newer version melanie kind of is in on what's going on with the right the phantom and is more in cahoots with him uh and and uh it, it's it, it it's almost more as if in the original, you were watching mm-hmm. the story happen right. and unfold before you, and now right. it's more of you're a part of the story. Which, um, honestly, I feel like watching it before you, personally, I enjoyed better because you almost felt like helpless right. for Melanie, like you want to help her. And like, but you even can't. like back then, like she was helping. Where you this is like, escape. like she yeah. was like, "Hey, look over here! Like mm-hmm. keep going! Like don't let him get you!" Yeah. But now it's just, I'm gonna get you. Boogie boo. Uh, boogie boo. Marriage is scary. <laughs> the lesson of Phantomander is marriage is scary. Don't trust um, <laughs> Or else your father will kill Pretty everybody much. that loves you. Yeah. <laughs> because he wants to protect you yeah. from Very true. Okay, and now we're going to head into our, fa- our final part of this debate before I make my verdict on which attraction is better. Okay. The post-show slash exit. So, so Roddy, go ahead and tell us about the post-show slash post exit. Show slash exit. You get out of your doom buggy safely, because I've seen people fall. Um, uh, and very nice tomb, given it's very much catacombs, very much um, dirt, dirty, dank, dark, um, and you go up, it's not an escalator, it's like a moving ramp, but it like goes up. 
moving walkway. <laughs> and then all you hear is like the right. And then she's like, literally, it's like, hurry back, hurry back, make sure to bring your death certificate. <laughs> I love her. She, she, she does her job. She does it still creeps me out. And fun, and and something that nobody like you. You have to like really like. Oh, I love her, but it still creeps me out. I don't know why. I think it's the same with uh, both Phantom Manor and Competition. But the off chance that you exit at the right time, there is a laugh from the post office, and it's very like that guttural, like. <laughs> I've seen, I've seen people. I've seen people jump. I've seen people jump. Um, oh, spooked me! I like. I, I've never noticed it until mm-hmm. like, like I said recently because I came more. Attention. I would jump, but I was like, hold up. That like that's how to be smart. Like you know, get him one final scare in. Um, and a uh, little gift card to the left. Um, get your Nightmare Before Christmas merch throughout the year. Um. <laughs> And there's like, the other gift shop is like weirdly like <laughs> all the way near pirates, the new one. <clears throat> I mean, go off, but I don't know what you can just like, put the store right there. But um, yeah, <laughs> and you know, you have your time. You did a little kiki with some goats, and uh, you look back, and there's people mansion again, like nothing ever happened. Yeah, and where Disney World is very similar, except you go down uh, a hallway, and uh, you actually end up in the pet mm-hmm. cemetery or beside the pet cemetery, um, and then you exit from the mansion. Um, but also, Disney World's haunted mansion does have a gift shop of Memento Mori, and. Uh, I mean, we do, but it's like a little... I'm second. sorry that we have it and you don't, but that sucks for you, but not for me. Uh, <laughs> well, ours all this day. is why. Um, but... <laughs> but um, it, it also ties to the story of it's more of like a kind of like Madame Leota style um, like uh, fortune teller kind of gathering like place. Like... As- like, not I like a cart or a hut, but like a I always place. saw it as like that's her like stockpile of stuff. Like that's Madame Neota stuff. I don't know if that's true, but like I, I always see it as like this is her like maybe like her residence or something. Right. Yeah. That, that's kind it of what been I a restaurant. But we ain't gonna talk about that. <laughs> it really should have been. <laughs> I agree. Um, and then Alex, okay. about so the basically, after you enter or after you get off the Doom buggy, um, you're in the Ravenswood wine cellar because France, the houses have to apparently have a wine cellar somewhere. And as you're walking out, I think before I think before the refurbishment, I'm not 100 sure if, it, if she's I'm not 100 sure if it's still there. But before the refurbishment, they had like in, they had like a little Melanie basically doing the hurry back spiel, which I thought was pretty cool. 
And as you exit, same thing with the ghost host, but this time it's a phantom. You hear him laugh as you're leaving, as you're coming out of the manor. And whenever you walk out, depending on what time you ride Phantom Manor, if it's at night, I suggest that you would turn around because if you do, you can actually see the phantom like looking out at the window at the guests leaving. Which I love. It's 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 very similar to yes. the Evil Queen and Snow White's Career Adventure at Disneyland, right. um, and what used to be at Disney World R.I.P. But yeah, like I just think it's so cool that they they literally took the time to put a phantom looking down at you as you right. exit the ride because it really just adds that they, to the end of the ride. Do, they, and I think they also yeah have a they have a cemetery, cemetery or at least Booth a cemetery Hill, at the end. And basically, all of those have like. <laughs> They have a boot. They have a that's so old west. Hill, and <laughs> in each of those gravestones, there in each on, on each of the gravestones, there's like some kind of pun on it and stuff. And you'll eventually come by Henry Ravenswood and his wife Martha's grave together. And I think if you walk past it a little bit, you can find Melanie's, and supposedly you can hear like her heart beating from the tomb which is like a reference to the which is like a it's like a reference to the old That's haunted so mansion bride and then i like to think and i also like to think about this reference yeah. as well but i also think about uh edgar Allan poe's poem Tell, the telltale heart oh you know what that just reminded me i just want i just want to throw this out there so for those of you who want who listen to the uh home park poe down episode about holiday world my home park um, as soon as you said Edgar Allan Poe, I just have to mention, Holiday World has a ride based off Edgar Allan Poe's poem, The Raven. It's a roller coaster called The Raven. And it very much, it very much gives me Haunted Mansion vibes. Like the queue, it's like, it's wrought iron gates and like masonry and you walk up the, uh, the, the queue into this big Victorian manor. Um, and used to, not anymore, at least I don't think so anymore because it's blocked by a tree. But used to, in the very top, there was a cutout mm-hmm. um, of Edgar Allan Poe's like profile up in the very top attic. I've and, never heard uh, of that. Like he was up there nice. writing, Ooh. and uh, it's just—it's very fun. It's very spooky. <clears throat> it's cool. And then their other coaster in the Halloween section um is based on the legend of sleepy hollow and is a uh, themed coaster where the station is uh ichabod's schoolhouse and there's also a covered bridge that you have to cross before it's very fun it's very fun i recommend you check them out <clears throat> it, it, it it is a theme it is a theme park um and uh you know just you saying mm-hmm. that really reminded me of it but yeah i just think it's really cool how phantom manor, manor really takes the extra time to uh, push the so exit post show uh, to give you more story um <laughs> but yeah right y'all know the situation right now <laughs> we we know yeah you are and basically like after that the ride is pretty much over <laughs> yeah and like i i, I will say like i as a judge here in this courtroom, um, it is very difficult for me to decide between the two attractions because on one hand you have the Haunted Mansion, which is a classic. Um, it's what inspired Phantom Manor. It 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 has 999 plus stories that you can follow throughout the ride. 
it's got scares and laughs and um it's 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 got so many lovable characters and so many amazing effects that are just so purely Disney and then you have Phantom Manor which is taking the Haunted Mansion making it more adult more scarier giving you a deeper story and adding more detail to the attraction and really going the extra mile to tie it in with the rest of Frontierland so I find this to be a very very difficult decision honestly and like I'm going to be honest, I was going into this liking one attraction more, but when I sit here and genuinely think about them both, uh, it's honestly harder than what I thought it was going to be. Because personally, I kind of like the idea of using my imagination and going with the 999 different stories instead of having it right in front of my face. But then on the other hand, I love the darker, scarier tone of Phantom Manor and the extra mile it takes. So I'm going to determine that this week's spooky winner is... Not even mad. I'm literally Phantom not Manor. even mad. As it should be. Like, Congratulations. Like, you literally could have gotten a worse lawyer on this case for Haunted Mansion. Because, like, I was, no, I, was, I, I actually don't agree because you, you brought up a lot of points that really made me think. Like, I didn't, like, I didn't know about Phantom Manor until like very recently, but like, Haunted Mansion, like, we all grew up with Haunted Mansion. Like, it's easy to defend, <laughs> but then again, I'm a extreme mm-hmm. Phantom Manor fan because it's just, lore. it's so and good. We love it's Miss so good. Ravenswood, that's our queen, that's our icon. <laughs> um, it's just it, it was genuinely like I started I did not think I was like, making you know that okay. Roddy's actually making this more difficult than what I thought it was gonna be because again personally see well the, it was it 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 was when you started bringing right. up um it was when you kind of started reminding me of all the stories that you can follow throughout the mansion which I personally have mm-hmm. a lot of fun because it gives the mansion a ton of rewritability because you can follow whatever story you're wanting to follow at that point. Um, whereas Phantom Manor, once you write it, that's the story. The story's right there. It's in your face. Mm-hmm. Beginning, middle, end. There you go. That's the plot. So, that's what made it so difficult for me. But, all in all, Phantom um, Manor won. And now, Phantom it's Manor. time for plugs. So, um, Rodney, do you have anything you'd like to plug? me on Rocket Rods. Uh, with an X in the rocket because I'm quirky. Um, for some Halloween content, I'm putting out a lot of drawings. I'm down to Halloween 2020. I'm doing all that. Uh, and I'm also, I just put out a, a Phantom Manor collab, which is, I did it with Andrea, Andrea Sketches. That's like, love her. Which is amazing. Shout out. And um, you can follow me on Instagram. Uh, I also post there. And then uh, Disney Tea with V. We have a podcast. (laughs) With my my friend Victoria. He remembered. That we talk tea and all that. And you'll love. I've been a guest on Disney with V multiple times. I highly recommend it. 
Uh, Rodney's art is fantastic, and I really recommend you follow him for that. And him making a platform to celebrate Halloween at home safely, I think, is really amazing. That I will also be taking part in. So I recommend following him for all those cool and amazing updates. And sometimes he does commission for extra money, and they're amazing. And I've bought a couple. Um, yes, uh, um, I would said, actually Alex, like to plug, plug my Instagram, which is at Alex Owens, which is A L E. X-X-O-W-E-N-S with an underscore. And I know it, and I don't really post on there as much as I would want to, but you know, it's, but you know, I'm very active with posting on my story. <laughs> and then on top of that, I also want to plug my TikTok, which is, which is, uh, also at Alex Owens, just no underscore. So A L E X X O W E N S. Now I'm gonna go ahead and say if you don't follow Alex on TikTok, you need to now. That's where we met. And she has some of the most amazing TikToks. They're so much fun. She got a shout out by none other than Jason Max and Thackeray Binks himself. In- Jason Marston and uh, personally one of my favorite Nelson. roles, uh, DJ's yeah. nerdy boyfriend from Because what a lot of people actually don't know is like I, I think loved this, him. I think the other thing that well, not only did I get a shout out from Jason Marston, I also actually got a shout out from voice actor legend Rob Paulson. Yeah, I was like, oh my god, it's I saw that one too. I'm telling you, her content's amazing. She talks about voice actors. She does cosplay. She just posted a few uh, really good TikToks as Angelica Schuyler from Hamilton. Thank which you. is amazing. You look stunning. You're welcome. So I highly recommend you follow her on TikTok. I try to be. And her lives are very entertaining as well. <laughs> I, don't, I don't even think you have to try. You just, you just already are. You just are. <laughs> and then as for me guys you can follow me on twitter at scott021 or look up dyslexic I'm on there all the time tweeting about theme parks and other nerdy stuff um, you can follow me on instagram at dyslexic96 where I post a lot of my story and some of my feed I'm posting some of my tiktoks on there if you don't have tiktok which you can also follow me on at dyslexic um and then you can listen to the Dyslexic Podcast every week. I have a lot of uh, very fun and interesting things coming up. I have um, a lot of Halloween at home activities coming your way. And uh, pretty soon, I, I know I announced it recently, but pretty soon, I will be casting for season two of Ultimate Imagineer, which Rodney actually completed in season one last year. Um, yep. And that person <laughs> in the background, Ryan, also competed in season one of Ultimate Avengers <laughs> um, last year. But I will be casting for season two next. So if you think you have what it takes to take on the challenge of creating an attraction out of a random pop culture reference, then you better message me when I post those updates. They're coming soon because you could be winning 
a grand prize of a Disney gift card. And it's a lot of fun and a really good time. So if you think you got what it takes, let me know and I'll be casting very soon. But that's going to do it for another theme park court episode. If you like this episode, you can check out all of season one and two of Dyslexic and season one of Ultimate Imagineer on all major podcast platforms, including Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, etc. and so on. If you really, really like this episode, then uh, share it with your friends and family. I'd greatly appreciate it if I could get this podcast to grow. I put a lot of work into it. And um, honestly, I feel like I'm slightly slept on. And I'm just going to say that right here, right now, and not feel bad about it. Um, (laughs) And then uh, also give us a rating review on your favorite podcast platform, because that also helps this podcast grow. Because remember, this is a theme park podcast for everyone. It's not just a set group. It's for anybody who wants to be on. The bigger the name, the smaller the name, it doesn't matter. Whatever you are, you're welcome on this show. Um, <clears throat> thank you all again for joining us. Make sure you're washing your hands, wearing your mask, and social distancing, and wearing your mask, and also wearing your mask, and wearing your mask over your nose, and also wearing your mask as well. Um, and don't forget to wear your mask over your nose. Um, <laughs> and have an amazing week, and I will see you all next week. Oh, and one more thing. Don't forget your death certificate. Bye, everybody. No problem.